0: I'm your host, Laurence Bradford, and this season, I chat with a range of individuals who work in tech. Flatiron School's online web developer program focuses on community, actual development tools, and features a curriculum that will teach you the skills you need to land a career as a software engineer. Get $500 off your first month by visiting flatironbootcampprep.com. FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new, freelancer-friendly version of their accounting software. To claim an unrestricted 30-day free trial, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash learn to code and enter learn to code with me in the how did you hear about us section. Hey listeners, welcome to the learn to code with me podcast. I'm your host, Laurence Bradford. In today's episode, I talk with Jamal Oguero. Jamal is the co-founder of code Crew, a platform that offers affordable classes, workshops, and meetups. He's also a self-taught software engineer. Before starting CodeCrew, Jamal lost his job in finance and was unemployed for a year. He saw that there were a lot of opportunities in tech and decided to learn how to code. In our conversation, we talk about how you can teach yourself to code, the benefits of networking, and much more. If you want to find some of the best resources for teaching yourself to code and learn how to build a network of peers, this episode is for you. Remember, you can get show notes for this interview, plus much more information about Jamal at learntocodewith.me forward slash podcast. Enjoy. Hey, Jamal. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Hey, Laurence, Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on because you're such a busy guy. You're doing so much stuff in the code community. Uh, but really quick, could you introduce yourself to the audience?
1: Yeah, sure. So I guess uh, most folks may know from the description. My name is Jamal O'Garrow. I'm a software developer based out of New York City. Um, I am a self-taught developer focusing mostly on JavaScript and front end technologies, but also comfortable across the entire stack. I also code in Python, Node.js and do a little bit of iOS development.
0: Nice. Yeah, you definitely do a lot. So before you taught yourself how to code, what were you doing?
1: Yeah, I was working in corporate America. <laughs> so I was actually working in uh, finance, uh, in fixed income, um, mostly on the analytics side. Did that for a couple of years and moved into sales. And then eventually found myself on the, I guess uh, <laughs> wrong side of the uh, the, for the financial crisis. I was one of the many, many people who were let go during that time. So I was uh, unemployed for probably a good year, um, going into a year before I actually uh, started to like learn how to code and learn how to program because my main motivation was to get a job. It was actually myself and my wife um, who runs Crew with me. We were, you know, both working in finance, both got laid off, you know, during the uh, the economic downturn and, you know, saw that there were many, many, many opportunities to, uh, you know, gain employment by learning how to code, learning how to program. we both uh, sat down and took a couple of months and taught ourselves the basics to get into the workforce.
0: Yeah, that's. I feel like there's a lot of people who turn to coding or technology when they kind of run out of options. At least that was certainly that was certainly my case um, <laughs> when I realized the career I thought I wanted di- didn't have the opportunity I thought it had. Uh, but when you like, I don't, if you recall, how did you first even like find out about coding or realize that it could be an option for you and that you could like switch into tech?
1: Yeah, I think I had read an article. I think in the in the Times or or some publication, I was just like just, I like to read in general, so I was reading, going through like my Flipboard, and an article came up about like there's a shortage of uh, software engineering and web development jobs, and that it was to the point that you know employers would hire you. If you can prove that you had the skills, and at that point I was actually thinking about going to grad school, like go to to get an MBA and try to get back into the workforce that way. That was the that was the traditional path. I guess most of my colleagues and uh, peers who were in finance who had, you know, gotten let go, they were taking that approach. And uh, once I realized I can, you know, go get a decent paying job without having to, you know, get like two hundred thousand dollars in debt and lose two years <laughs> to, like, go back to, to go back to B school. And not even, like, consider, like, you know, the year that you lose where you have to, like, apply, take your GMAT, GREs, that kind of thing. It was, like, a no-brainer. I was, like, okay, wow, I'm, like, I'm really studying for, you know, like, graduate school now, studying so for standardized tests to get in, but now I can, like, take my same study plan for the GMAT and apply it. So, like, you know, at that point, it was Python. I was picking up and go out and build a portfolio and get a job. It was, like, you know... It was a no-brainer at that point. Like I can either spend two and a half to three years and you know get into a, a quarter million dollars of debt, or spend a couple of months and potentially get back to working. Especially when New York, which where I'm based out of, uh, the startup scene was like really really big and really uh um, I guess it was very vibrant at that point. I think New York was the, was the second fastest growing uh, tech market at that point in time. So there were, there were plenty of jobs. Everything was right here in my backyard. So like, you didn't really have to like (laughs) tell me what to do. It was like, it's a matter of like, it's right there in your face. Go for it, do it, there's jobs. It just made it just made so much more sense from an economic standpoint.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. again, I was in a very similar situation. where I was thinking of going to grad school and I was studying for the GRE. And then it just kind of clicked one day. Again, there there're multiple forces at play, but I saw the light and I was like, wait a second, why am I studying for a standardized test when I could be learning like actual skills I could get paid for within a, very, a pretty short time, a few months, and I don't have to go back to school, don't have to be back in debt. So yeah, hundred um, percent, totally, totally with you on that. Um, so when you first started learning, and you said you were with your wife, what were some ways that you learned? or Like what were some resources that you turned to?
1: Yeah, there, there were there are many, many resources. So for anyone who's looking to learn how to code learn how to program, there's there's no shortage of resources out there. The issue that we ran into was that there were too many resources, um, <laughs> we had no idea where to start. Um when I first started, I guess actually the first place I looked, um, I think I like actually went and bought like a book on c plus plus or something like that off on Amazon because I just noticed that like, coding was a thing. I knew like c plus plus was a language that was popular, there's c plus or Java. I got a c plus plus book that didn't really go too well. and I kind of just started looking online to see what options were out there, and I came across Code Academy. So Code Academy was like my first like, real deal, you know, like, I'm going to sit down and, and, and learn how to code, learn how to program, because so they had this Python track that was pretty pretty straightforward. And I think I went through that entire track in, like, a week. Like, I, I sat down, and I wasn't working, right? I wasn't working. My full-time job was, like, you know, trying to get a new full-time job. It's, like, learning, pick up new skills. Code Academy had this Python course. Like, I crushed the course. Like, in my mind, I crushed the course, went through it in a week, and so I was going to go out and get a job. You know, I listed all my Code Academy badges on my resume, and went out, you know, I think I went to like, I think Uncube, um, I think was like in, in the city at that point. I went to Uncube, had my resume, had my Code Academy badges, I moved on to uh, HTML, CSS, and you know, I pretty much got shut down by everybody. Like, people are like, oh, how long have you been coding for? i like, oh, a whole entire week. I finished this whole Code Academy track. I have all these badges. I know some HTML and CSS. And, you know, most people weren't really, you know, you know really jumping to give me a job, right? And then, then again, I definitely was, you know, very, I guess, like overly ambitious to kind of go out after like a week or two of like learning and trying to get a job. But that's kind of just me, right? I'm just like i'm a more of a go-getter so i figured you know it's a numbers game someone's going to give me a shot um unfortunately that day no one did give me a shot but what i did do was actually make contacts so i was able, able to, to uh meet folks and keep in touch with people so i kind of like built my portfolio learned more and more things you know went through more code academy lessons <laughs> and got more badges but code academy was, was like i would say like the uh like my entryway into learning. And then as I kind of learned more about the different jobs that were available, the different technologies that were out there, um, I came across Ruby on Rails, and one of their Rails was like the hot technology. It was like the hot thing. So I actually found Michael Hartle's Ruby on Rails tutorial, so I went through that. Um, there's a guy by the name of Chris Pine had a pretty good book. I think it was called uh, How to Program. It was all in Ruby. So I went through the How to Program book first because most people are saying you should... You know, Ruby before going into Rails. At that point, didn't really, I didn't get it, but it makes sense to me now. But I just, you know, went to Stack Overflow and I guess Quora Post, You know, I just took the advice that the community had and took the time, to learned Ruby, learned the basics of programming, and it was kind of more of a refresher for me because I had not learned Python and, I, and took a stab at trying to learn some JavaScript. So I was at my, I at this point, my third language. So Ruby kind of made a little bit more sense. It was easy, easier for me to pick up. And then when I went into Rails, I felt really comfortable. And the Michael Hardell book is really, really good um, because you kind of build like a Twitter-like application from beginning to end. And then after that, I went into this uh, video series that a, that a guy named Ryan Bates had, or had, called Rails Cast. They kind of like fill in the blanks. So I guess like my learning went from going through Code Academy, trying to get a job, failing and then like learning what the the hot technology or stack was, at that point it was Rails. Um, Took my time, learned Ruby, learned programming, did project Euler problems, like all that kind of cool stuff to, you know, quote unquote, prepare myself and then jumped into Rails. And from there, I just started like building applications. And once I was able to actually build apps, I learned about more about the command line, learned about Heroku, started deploying applications but I went deeper into the HTML CSS stuff to make my applications a little more interactive, look nicer. And then eventually somebody gave me a, gave me a job. And that's why I got my foot in the door.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that,
0: I, I was, I had myself muted, but I was laughing. Um, when you're talking about how you did the one python track and then you just went out and started <laughs> looking for a job but i have to say i was that. like
1: oh man i'm like a coding genius oh, i feel
0: like that's something so many people do go through like in, in one way or another where they they make it through like a tutorial or a book or a project and they feel super confident but then like they hit some other obstacle and they're like wait i literally know nothing like you don't even know what you don't know right when you're first starting exactly. out because there's just so much to know but again i feel like this confidence that you had is very admirable and and very unique at the same time because i don't know I, I i usually hear the opposite of people that have been learning for like two years and still don't feel like they're ready for a job so i think and exactly as you said with like the numbers game like i i even even though maybe you were a little too early like that's definitely true <laughs> though it is it, it is a numbers game if you know what you're doing you're good at networking all that stuff eventually someone's going to like you know take a chance